Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Have you ever had thoughts like, I shouldn't be eating this. If I avoid eating this, I'll feel better tomorrow. These are examples of mental restriction. Many people talk about food restriction in a physical sense, but not many people talk about the mental restriction that keeps you stuck in the binge eating cycle. The What's Eating You podcast is a series of mental health topics that are designed to make you think, learn, educate, and validate. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode on the What Is Eating You podcast. I hope you have had an amazing week, weekend, depending on when you're listening to this. I want to thank you first and foremost for being here and choosing the What Is Eating You podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Giorgio, and I'm also a psychologist. This is not a substitute for medical or psychological advice, but more just education around the mental health topics you want to know more about. Now, today we're going to talk about signs you are suffering from mental restriction when it comes to food. I chose to do this episode because I think physical restriction is I guess talked about a lot, but you don't hear a lot about mental restriction and what it is and how we can start to address it. First of all, what is mental restriction? Mental restriction is born out of food rules that we have created or picked up over time through diet culture. So essentially, they are these rules in our mind that we think about that lead to our decisions with food, and it does restrict us in some way. What these rules do is they reinforce to our binge brains that we can't trust ourselves around food because it leads us to anticipate restriction and therefore binge or eat past comfortable fullness. Now, many people say, I've stopped dieting, I'm not restricting, but you know, I'm still having these thoughts, I'm still having mental restriction. This might be what is keeping you in the binge cycle. What I'm going to do is go through some examples of mental restriction just to help you understand it. And I want you to write down how you relate to these or whether you can pick up on some mental restriction. And following this episode, you're going to be so much more aware of the mental restriction that comes up for you. 
And remember, awareness precedes change. Example number one, say you eat a donut and while you're eating it, you think, I really should be eating this. I have stuffed up my diet. I need to be eating clean, right? So even just the thought, I really shouldn't be eating this. By thinking that, you feel bad for eating the donut and feel like you've already, quote unquote, ruined the day. At that point, you feel like it's, well, too late already. I might as well eat more of them, which leads you to binge or eat past comfortable fullness. This is an example of mental restriction because while you're eating the donut, mentally you're restricting yourself by saying, I really shouldn't be eating this. Other examples. Tomorrow I won't eat as much as I did today. This thought tells your brain to anticipate restriction. If you are already planning to not eat tomorrow as much as you did today, your body is going to want to stock up on food because it is anticipating the planned restriction. So mental restriction is any type of thought or belief that is somehow going to lead to restraint or somehow implies that you should be restraining and that you should modify your behavior in some way. Next example. I've already ruined my day of eating. I might as well start over tomorrow. Here, this thought implies that your day of eating is something you can ruin, which is an all or nothing thought. Now, in my programs, we learn about cognitive distortions or unhelpful thinking patterns. And all or nothing thinking, also known as black and white thinking, is a type of unhelpful thinking pattern. If you feel and think you've already ruined something, You won't care about the future actions you take and you'll be more likely to binge the rest of the day. So it's almost like this filter, you're going into the day thinking a day is something that can be ruined or a day is something I must eat good or bad in. And that is going to set you up for failure later down the line. Next example, I'm eating X food right now, so I shouldn't have it again later. So for example, because I'm having bread for breakfast, I shouldn't have bread for lunch. Why is this restriction? Because while eating something, if you expect that you can't have it later again today, you are more likely to binge on it in that moment because you're saying, well, I'm not going to have this later, so I might as well have more now. So can you see how these thoughts, whilst they're intended to help you or protect you or manage your eating, they're actually serving to perpetuate it and make it worse because by thinking, I'm going to restrict later, leads you to overcompensate in the moment, right? So you might even eat past fullness because you anticipate that you won't be allowed later. And this is just how your brain works. It's not about discipline. It's not about having the willpower. It is when you tell your brain some sort of mental restriction, it is going to try its best to go against you and compensate because your brain is wired to put on weight. Your body is wired to protect you and to store fat And every time we try to go against that, we're actually doing what our body is naturally trying to do to help us. Next part, what is the difference between physical restriction versus mental restriction? Physical food restriction, which means limiting how much food is eaten or not eating certain foods or certain food groups, is a very large trigger for binge eating. And I will say this until the day I die, but restriction leads to binge 
eating, restriction leads to binge. Remember this, if you're restricting carbohydrates, if you're restricting fats, if you're restricting sugars, if you're restricting calories, if you're restricting chocolate, whatever it is, you are going to binge on it at some point, whether it's a week, whether it's 24 hours, whether it's later on in the day. If you are eating excessively clean, it is going to lead to a binge at some point. And feel free to argue with me on this, but I have seen it time and time and time again. And this is why people are absolutely amazed when they start food freedom and they're like, oh my gosh, I had chocolate and I didn't binge on chocolate. Oh my gosh, Steph, I'm actually eating and I'm not binge eating. And they cannot believe that doing the opposite of what they think they should be doing is the answer to prevent and manage binge eating. So what happens is when you restrict, when you physically restrict, you then binge eat and then the binge eating turns into a vicious cycle that results in feeling guilty, feeling uncomfortable, feeling shame and feeling anxious about weight gain for many people. What happens then? People try to compensate. That's it. Tomorrow's a new day. I'm going to stop eating bananas or bread or whatever it is. So it leads to more restriction to try to make up for what you ate. But as we know, restriction leads to binge. What many people don't realize is binging actually serves a function for you. It's not this bad thing we need to get rid of. It's something we need to understand. You are binging because you are not meeting your needs in your day-to-day eating. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The binge restrict cycle is spoken about a lot, so I'm just going to explain a little bit more about it. It's a vicious cycle that typically starts with the restriction of calories, often in the spirit of weight loss. And you have that honeymoon phase and you feel so strong and you feel, yes, I'm going to do this. You post photos in your little group chats of the new diet you're on. But two weeks after, the restriction leads to cravings and you think something's wrong with you. Oh my gosh, I'm craving chocolate. And you start to get tension. And then you think, oh, I'll just have one bite, just one little bite. And then you think, I had some chocolate, I've stuffed up, I might as well binge, I'll start fresh tomorrow. You know, everyone has slip ups, it's okay, I'll message my support group. After binge eating, people feel ashamed, they feel guilty, they fear regaining weight back. So the cycle restarts as they restrict the calories. Now, restriction again can be a specific food, a nutrient, all over again. So restriction is that first part of the cycle. So as we mentioned, physical restriction is in the form of fad diets, calorie counting, cutting certain nutrients or food groups out of your diet. And you may also restrict because of a binge. 
This leads to increased tensions, cravings, and emotions. Eventually, you start to feel irritated and vulnerable because of the restriction. The honeymoon phase of the diet is over, and at this point, it feels like you're no longer in the driver's seat. And then you start to question yourself. What is wrong with me? Why can't I stick to this? And then that leads to low self-worth. Binge eating. In this part of the cycle, usually there is some sort of trigger and usually it is breaking a dietary rule. So as mentioned, we all have these dietary rules or mental restriction, what we spoke about earlier. And when we break that rule, we feel bad and then we try to compensate. So this might be a fight with a friend that triggered you into emotional eating. It may be a deadline at work that led to some stress eating. Maybe you're bored. Maybe you didn't eat properly throughout the day. Maybe you're stressed. And I think sometimes triggers for binge eating can be a little bit overstated when it's quite simple. People just may be binge eating not because of an emotional thing, but because they're simply not eating properly throughout the day. This is why food structure is such a paramount part of food freedom and what we really emphasize in the programs that I teach. Let's talk about cheat meals. I hate when people say cheat meals and it was such a normal part of diet culture. Even I used to say, oh, having my weekly cheat meal back in the day. Now they can often be a trigger because Cheating's not exactly a good word. When we hear the word cheating, we think of doing something bad, doing something immoral, doing something wrong. And when you know there's a cheat day coming up or a cheat meal, you might restrict over the other six days of the week. And this can lead to binge type eating for many people. I remember when I was younger, one of my family members was like, oh, just eat super healthy for the week. And then on one day, eat whatever you want. Well, I took that quite literally. And from 7 a.m. till the night, I would probably eat 10,000 calories. I would just smash myself and I just believed, oh yeah, this is what I should do. But really, it was just an ongoing binge that was happening. Now, this is it. Cheat days are just really glorified binge eating. And the thing is, many people who have these cheat days or these cheat meals are these ripped bodybuilders or these competitive eaters. Now, competitive eating is a sport and it's a completely different realm. So when you see this on social media glorified, know that it really is not the norm and probably not the safest thing for you to do. Now, whatever triggers you to binge eat, know that it's not your fault. It didn't happen because you don't have willpower or motivation. Binges are trying to help you. They're trying to serve a function. It is your body trying to survive and it's not sure it, what you're doing to it. It's not sure if you're res- restricting it in the spirit of health or because you were deserted somewhere with no food. It doesn't know if you're in a starvation. Your body is just trying to protect you in any way it can. And then we go and berate it and hate it. So it is going to feel desperate for food, especially if you're restricted and it's going to look for a quick and pleasurable source, carbohydrates, sugar, all of that. Feelings of shame and guilt. This is a huge part of the binge restrict cycle. Now you may experience shame and guilt and you might feel worthless like it's all your fault. Now this is where the cycle restarts because you feel bad, you try to do something that's going to make you feel good. So this could be telling yourself you're going to start a new diet or tomorrow will be fresh or it'll be a new day. But this is where it all goes wrong. Now I know what you're thinking, Steph, this is me, but how do I get out of it? 
The first step to getting out of the binge restrict cycle is to remove any food restriction, physical or mental. Now, I've spoken a lot about physical restriction and it really is about structured eating. And I teach you about this in my book, Food Jail, Breaking the Bars of Binge Eating. But I'm going to talk to you about mental restriction. How do we release it? Releasing mental restriction is a process and it takes a long time to undo the food rules and the language that you have been programmed to believe about food. The first step is to identify the thoughts because many of them are subconscious. Many people who do my programs say to me, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize I had this weird thing about eating bread twice in a day until I've mentioned it. So one, when you notice a mental restrictive thought, take a note and write out the thought. For example, maybe you're eating breakfast and you think, I shouldn't really be eating carbs because I haven't exercised. Two, review this restrictive thought. Remind yourself it's a restrictive thought and call it out for what it is. That's not my thought. That's a restrictive diet culture thought that's come from my years of programming. Three, know that you don't need to engage in this thought. You can observe it and you can let it go. But you also want to reframe the thought and repeat the new reframed thought. So, for example, instead of saying, I shouldn't be eating this because I haven't exercised, you can say, I deserve to eat whether or not I have exercised. Eating is required. It's a normal part of life. doesn't matter what I eat. What matters is that I eat. And you want to keep continuing these three steps over and over and over again. Think about how many times you have wired these food rules into your brain. We need to unwire them through the same process. Don't give up. It does take time and it does take effort, but let's do an example together so you can practice this a little bit more effectively. All right. Example number one, tomorrow I won't eat as much as I did today. We're going to reframe that to, I ate to nourish my body today and perhaps I ate a little bit more than I usually do, but that's okay. There are going to be days where I'm more hungry and that is normal. Tomorrow I will do the same. And I will eat and honor towards my body's needs. All right. Another example. I've already ruined my day of eating today, so I might as well start tomorrow. Identify it, call it out for what it is, and then reframe it. I can't ruin anything because there's nothing to ruin. I will continue to make choices that nourish and fuel my body and make me feel good in the way that I want to feel. So remember, if you're struggling to reframe the thought, you can always begin with starting, I am choosing to believe. So when you get a food restriction thought, start with, I am choosing to believe. That can really help you get on the front foot with these negative thoughts, rewire them, and then your new default pattern of thinking will change. I promise you, it will actually change, but it takes practice and it takes work. In summary, there are many reasons why you may find yourself binge eating or trying to restrict, but it's about developing your awareness around this. I have a free binge eating tracker that can help you develop your awareness around your eating habits, and you're welcome to book a one-on-one if you want to have a bit of an eating evaluation call or you're interested in having some structure and accountability around this. 
And look, be kind to yourself. The most important thing is to look for food restriction and signs of mental restriction and start to challenge it, start to change the habits step by step. It is a process, but with repeated practice and trying, you will get there in the end. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was useful. As always, if you liked it, please let me know on Instagram. Let me know, screenshot it, tag me. I'm Mind Food Steph, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Have a great day. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.